Hello, hello. Welcome to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, Solution. For the next 30, 60 minutes, more, maybe less, where I talk about all types of topics that you send in, aka the listener or the viewer in this case, because we're now going to YouTube and sometimes we will stream this live. So, with this first inaugural YouTube episode that will also appear on the other podcast platforms, I want to give a special shout out to the guys that sent this in because I got three of these topic suggestions from three different males. And um, this is actually concerning at the same time, but I do like what we're doing with this. So they said, what would be some relationship advice that men could give to women? <laughs> I should have put this, pulled this up in my email. Apparently this came from um, a group somewhere, you know, via Facebook and as people chimed in I'm, I'm looking at the screenshots and everything I'm not going to post these because people there's too many people's names on this I don't you know respect people's privacy and stuff like that it's, that's not cool to do so um we'll leave these people uh, wow it's a lot of a lot of responses from the the men so how do we oh okay relationship advice number one know what you're going to eat don't say it doesn't matter when it really does matter uh, i would like to say that is a um, good way to start a nice disagreement a uh an argument when you say i'm hungry and he says well what do you want to eat well i don't know yes you know we don't know how to read minds ladies trust me i had a meme that i had uh, sent out a while ago about that we don't know how to read your minds and um i would like to say i honestly don't want to know what you're thinking believe it or not I'd rather not have that ability. Let me sip some water on that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to keep this one PG. Because this is going to YouTube as well. Shut up sometimes. Just be quiet. Be quiet. When and why they didn't say. But there are people who have responded to this. So let, let's see what they had to say. Oh, there's a bunch of memes. Mm. Somebody said, that's it. That Just as simple as that. That's the best relationship advice you could give. It's just know how to be quiet sometimes. I, I know it's painful for some of you just to, to sit on it and not have a retort for everything. Sometimes it's exactly what it is. Just be quiet. Save yourself the pain and suffering. Um, yeah, everybody's talking about this food issue is major. Make up your mind sometimes and just say what you want to eat. I, I keep seeing that. Yeah, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Tone, tone. Um, it, having a an attitude, a hint behind the response, could mean a lot. And I always tell people, um, that this is a big problem with texting. You you can't hear the tone of a text, and people try to put LOL at the end of it to soften the blow. But when you're sitting in front of a person, and you just say things and it's really sharp and a person goes wait a minute and you go what because you're used to talking to your friends like this this is your man all right so guys this can ladies before you gender flip this well men do it too and i don't know why you always throwing this solution you just make it seem like we're just such horrible beings and everything what well, we're talking about you right now and you know on this podcast i talk about men too so stop it all right, remember I said, 
the, the dying desire to be the victim at all costs. We're talking about the men giving you advice. Simply watch how you say things. Think about it. All right, pause for a second before you spew your mouth. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean it that way, but you said it. Words are not fish. This is one of my, my many, many mantras I live my life. Words are not fish. Once it's out there, it's out there. You got to uh, forget it or forgive. But it's out there. You said it. I'm not. It's easier to get your way if you ask while you're, yeah, use your imagination. <laughs> oh, man. Leave our food alone. You ordered something. Keep your grubby hands out of our plates. That's you. You think it's cute. That's annoying. Stop. Don't touch. Me. I'll. Uh, I'm telling you. I will pop your hand with a fork. Stop it. Stay out of my food. Okay. Um. Oh, this is a good one. Stop bringing in baggage. You. You say you're done with a relationship, but have you healed? Have you gotten over the situation that you were in? Don't bring like oh i'm just going to the next guy he'll make me happy Remember i told you all about happiness your control of your happiness don't expect somebody to make you happy they're supposed to enhance your happiness so until you reach the point that you're actually truly happy with yourself don't bring other people into it trying to fix you don't do that all right don't do it you you didn't pay for um check baggage okay and you don't get over it this is spirit when it comes to uh relationships you're paying for everything got it there's a fee for everything no carry-ons everyone's saying just be quiet just be quiet and somebody said it don't get into a relationship until you're happy with yourself don't do that oh this is good trust us to lead you all right you know yeah and if we don't give it you know sometimes Men, men are entrusted with uh, being the, you know, the point on the relationship, walking the point on the relationship. And we, we may veer off in um, the wrong direction. The, the first time you veer off in the wrong direction, as long as it's not that egregious, don't just run off, okay? Because that means there's something wrong for you too. You never trust the person in the first place. Let them correct themselves. Let them get back on path, all right? Oh, man, this is a good one. I never realized until I got into my the later stages of my my grounded adult male life that something I took for granted. Women don't like apologizing. It is oh my goodness. Have you ever tried to get a woman to truly apologize? They will do everything but say I am sorry, I apologize, I was wrong. I think it's somewhere uh it's coded in your DNA to refuse to do that. Like you'll basically crash or shut down if you're forced to apologize. You will offer things, services, all right? Or they'll say, oh, you're still mad about that? You know, you, you'll try to use um, attrition with time. No, no. Just woman up and admit you were wrong and keep moving. I don't know too many women that, that just apologize they'll do everything they'll deflect they'll try to be the victim in the situation but you did this but no we're not talking about that we're talking about the situation right here you were wrong apologize simple as that 
Oh my goodness. Keep your friends and family out of the relationship. <sighs> Let me give y'all some advice. If you live away from your family and friends and you're married on your relationship and you just can't um, go to them and vent about your, your problems and stuff like that. And it really requires both of you to fix each other and fix the situation to uh, preserve the relationship. You're gonna grow and you're gonna last for a while because now you don't have the opinions of other people tampering with your, your train of thought. That's a beautiful thing. A lot of you, 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 you wanna get your mentorship and things like that from friends and family. Well, let me tell you something. Not all family members are gonna give you good advice. And a lot of your friends are miserable and they prefer for you to be miserable with them because misery makes an awesome party, all right? They're constantly selling tickets to their pity party. So keep your friends and family out of it. Trust me, it's gonna save you. It's gonna, um, just the trust issues from that won't be there. Just, just bear with me on that one. Seriously, keep your friends and family out of it. Um, <laughs> find a disinterested party to talk to. I just need somebody to talk to. Then when everything's patched up, they're eyeballing your man because of something that y'all got it right and y'all are happy and everything again. And they're sitting over there looking at him, making him feel uncomfortable because you told them something you shouldn't have told them. Come on, ladies. <sighs> yeah. To caveat off that, you have friends who will tell you things because they're truly jealous of where you are. They might want to be you, all right? They might want your man. So watch the things that you say to them, all right? Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness. This is a minefield right here. Don't ask for answers that you're not prepared for. For instance, you bought an outfit and you want to model it and your man's chilling on the couch or on the bed, you know, reading a newspaper or something, watching football. And you say, babe, how does this look? Do I look fat? And if he goes, yes, you do. Don't wear that. You ask for his opinion. You want him to lie to you? Do you want him to lie to you? Because guess what? Your friends are gonna let you go out there and look bad in that outfit because it takes the attention off you and puts it on them. That's the stuff I see women do, seriously. I see women do that all the time. And I said, you know something? Her friends don't give a damn about her at all. They let her come out the house like that. Guys, you know what we'll say? Um, bro, you really gonna wear that? I don't think you should wear that, man. That, that That's not working. Okay, all right, do you. Do you? You stupid. And the whole time you're out and people looking at you like Boo Boo the Fool and Willie Lump Lump, and like, I told you not to wear that, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not women. Not women. Or drinks for me. All right? You know, women always doing that. What is this? All right, we're taking pictures. The imaginary balloons. <laughs> Y'all hilarious, man. Instant jokes, endless jokes, as we continue on. 
One guy said, can you try to be our best friend? You know, it's very cliche to say I marry my best friend. It's very cliche to say that. I kind of struggle with that whole, you know, my girl, wife, you know, my lady is my best friend thing. Because I still can't have the conversations I have with my brothers, with my lady. They're different. Y'all different kind of best friend. Y'all really are. You know, you're my special friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, here's some advice too. Uh, and this is not something they wrote. If your man confides in you about a low moment in life, he's opening up, he feels comfortable in um, expressing, I, I really need to put these on when I read, um, a, a challenge that he overcame or something he still struggles with. And then later on, that admission of a vulnerable moment that he had with you is used against him. Say goodbye to him, ladies. You just lost him. Don't ever do that. If a man tells you about a flaw, an obstacle, a challenge that he's working on, he's trying to overcome it, and you know it by the sound of his voice and it's his physical disposition while he's talking to you, that this is a, a he felt comfortable enough to explain to you to say, this is why I do these things, this is why I don't do these things, and you blow it off, you don't know, yeah, whatever, and you got your own motives for him, well, you need to get over there and move past that. He's going to leave. At some point, he's going to leave you. Trust me. Because he's going to view you as selfish and self-centered. And it doesn't matter as long as you're not going through something. It's not all about you. Some of you view your men as uh, assistants, life assistants, servants, in a sense. I I've seen this. All right. This is things I observe. Not truly as a partner, but only in a literal sense. As long as he's doing something that makes you happy and keeps you happy, you're fine with that. And that's why a lot of you are single right now, because that's how you view men. What is he doing for me? Anyway, that's off the beaten. You know, that's, I went off on a tangent again. But yeah. So, what the, the, another guy said, when a man vents... Just be quiet and listen. That's all he wants is an ear. That's it. He doesn't want your opinions. All right. When I used to do EO work and people used to come in and, um, you know, see me, they, they had the appointment and stuff, come out of office. And, you know, I'm like, all right. Okay. What's the issue? What do you think is the issue? That's why I tell them. What do you think is the issue? I'm not saying I already know it's a problem. And they would tell me. They get into it. I would stop him. I said, I got a question for you. I said, are you looking for a resolution or are you venting? You know, a lot of times they were doing venting because they were at their wits end with the situation and they just needed a, dis a disinterested party to talk to. And they know it wasn't going to be repeated. That's it. That's it. Ladies, that's what you need to do. And that's why you see your man sitting in the driveway in the parking lot 
in the garage, just sitting there in the car. I got so many problems on them on my mind. Do you really think a man who has gone out and dealt with work and tackled the world and everything comes in the house want to be presented with a gang of problems? We he needs the person that should be with there in his corner regardless to listen, and it just you're like, you know, so forget it. Forget it. Let me get this handy and sit on the couch for a minute. What's the point? Stop thinking everything in my life is about you. Oh. And stop thinking everything personal. So those were two things. Oh, one guy said, never show up to his home uninvited. If I don't do that to you, don't do that to me. Apparently, this is pretty rampant. Don't try to finesse a man into a relationship. Oh my goodness. I talked about this on Apartment. The slow walk. This should be a topic in its own. The slow walk. My brain is really flying off in five different directions because I've talked about this before and subconsciously I'm saying why you're addressing it. The slow walk. The slow walk basically is this. You're doing all these things to convince a man that he's in a relationship with without asking. You're giving him boyfriend benefits, but you have not proposed a question. You just hopes that he gets it and he goes along with it. And the moment that he goes outside something that violates in your mind, outside the relationship, you have a problem with it. All right, you have a problem with it. And guess what? The contract isn't valid until it's agreed upon by both parties. Understand that? I'm going to do all these things and he's just going to go with it. And a lot of you do that. That's the slow walk. So when the question proposed, like, oh, yeah, this is my man. Remember the Martin episode? And they're at the party. And he's like, I'm her man. All right. And he and Gina had never had that conversation discussion. They were just doing all these things, having caught up in the moment. You have to stop and ask. You do. You have to ask the question. What are we? And you don't do that after sex. Don't. Stop that. Stop it. A lot of you are out your mind and you'll do that. Now, I don't care if it's after the fifth or tenth, tenth time that day or throughout the week or over the month, whatever. Hey, sometimes it goes down like that. You don't ask after that. There's a very vote. The man, we're liable to say anything or in the midst. We're liable to say anything at that moment. All right. Stop it. Guys, stay on your square. Keep your mind together. Know what's going on. All right. Watch the sorcery that goes down. <laughs> Look, a grounded man isn't looking for perfection because he knows he's not perfect. Don't let your insecurities become something. Try to make it something that we have a problem with. We more than likely we saw it and went. That ain't bad. All right. That ain't bad. That's no issue to me. But you want it to become, you want it to become an issue for us because it's one for you. We don't care. We don't care. And because it's not a problem for us, you're upset. Because when you look in that mirror, butt naked, what you see is what another person does not see. 
that's how a lot of um, people, you know, anorexia bulimia, they, they, they think they're gaining weight or they're fat. And other people are like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. It's a mental state. Not to correlate, but that's how it works. What you see, another person doesn't see. So just stop it. All right. Also, um, this this uh, male friends, female friends. This seems to be a big problem. People, you have to understand that this man, this woman existed before you came along. They weren't reincarnated just for you. They knew people. They had a life prior to you. A lot of this stuff just nails down into securities. How secure are you in your stance with that person? Now, if that person has made you insecure or it's things that you have always had and you're projecting upon them, like the phone issue and stuff like that, um, he, he's, he's very charismatic, so he'll come off as friendly, but means no harm in it. It's just the way they are. You need to get that together if you feel like you're going to be with this person. If not, you're all, you're constantly going to be trying to, to correct them. No grown man wants to be corrected by, you know, he's out. He's not in his mom's house, hopefully. You know, so stop that. Get it together. These insecurities, this is a big thing. I keep seeing this in this thread over and over again. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Your man is not your competition. See these things I've talked about on Impartment and on Delicious Tears? Your man is not your, your competition. Stop trying to match up, okay? I always use the, the Pippin and Jordan analogy. And what that means is Michael Jordan had not won a championship until Scottie Pippen came along. He was missing something, all right? He was a... a probably the, the most dominant player in his soon-to-be prime in his early stages of his career in the league. He was almost virtually unguardable, but it wasn't enough to get him out of the, the first and second round of the playoffs early on. So the team finally realized that we need to pair him up with another offensive and defensive weapon. If he's off and teams are queuing in on him, they have to account for another player. And you can't do that in basketball. When you have a, a dominant superstar, two-persons team, they're going to win a lot of games for you. And you got a, a solid uh, three other players and a, a decent bench. You're going to win. And you might win a couple of championships. So when Pippen came along, when Mike was off, Mike reverted to another skill set, whether it been distributing the ball or playing defense. And Pippen would carry the load offensively. And Pippen complimented Mike. That's how they got those six championships. Simply put. Not saying you take away the greatness of Michael Jordan because he didn't have Pippen. No. It's saying he was that much more amazing and the greatest. Pippen wasn't competing with Mike. They were making each other better for the greater good of the team. In this case, the team is analogous to the relationship. A lot of, I, I've said this before, you're meeting women and they're leading off with their accolades. Oh, I, I have two masters and I have a bachelor's in this and I have a certification in this and I own two homes and all this stuff. All these tangible things. I'm repeating myself, obviously, because it's a common theme in here. 
But at no point do those things really make you who you are. That's fine. Congratulations. Happy for you, young lady. But what you're doing is say, well, what do you have? Because she wants to compete. And saying, well, hmm, he's got just as much as I can. Okay, now I feel a little better about myself. No, no, not in this day and time. It's really, well, I got more than him. And that man might be an electrician, and he has no student loan debt. Ball game. Next topic. <laughs> we have a point. Mm -mm -mm. Um, religion. Oh, boy. That was a good one. Religion and politics. I'm going to roll these in because politics are major now. This is major. Because people really want to talk about political things. And we're, we're in a different time now. This, we're in a very, very weird space right now as people. And when it comes to interpersonal dynamics and politics are spilling into relationships. And some people are deeming is just as important as religion. Can two people from two different religions coexist in the home? Yes. Yes. I, w I would not expect for somebody that I'm with to take on my religion if they've lived a certain way for their life. I have accepted them to be that faith and that's what they do. And they respect that that's not what I do. I don't think a relationship will crumble if you don't coexist um, as the same religion I don't think that Alright Unless they just have Some devout beliefs Within the religion That says No And they believe in that And say No nah, I can't do that You have to be of the same faith Or that Love does not have religion I would like to say Love is a religion I would like to say that um, I think if people Actually practice The religion of love We would have less problems That's just me But you know Back to it Politics Due to the current political state in this country, um, you're seeing that I'm conservative, I'm Republican. Um, you know, I, you know, if you voted for Trump, you know all this stuff, and you know, it's it's crazy. So does that give a glimpse into the compatibility of two? And yes, it does in this day and time. But you're willing to uh, risk this person that could be your lifelong partner because of how you vote doesn't make much sense to me but that's what people are doing right now yeah let's keep it moving mm -hmm. um if we notice that your behavior is different and we say hey what's wrong and um this goes back into earlier of the, uh, the conversation and um, you say nothing but your behavior and your mannerism says otherwise don't expect for us to read your mind what I tend to do I'll be honest with you I don't even bring it up anymore because you weren't willing to talk I'm like I really don't want to hear it you want to walk around and be mad at me because I can't figure it out that is ridiculous just say it say it you're making yourself miserable because you want a certain response out of that person they don't know how to respond to you that is chickology. That's what I call that. That is the science of chickology. It only makes sense to win. Don't try to go all passive and everything. No, nothing. But your behavior says otherwise. I'm like, you know something? I ask, don't bring it up in you. Don't. You don't want me to know. 
You said nothing. It does not exist anymore. I've asked you, maybe I asked several times. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Because now it's four days later and you feel like I haven't taken the time to read your mind. Which is a, a superpower that no one possess. You don't make sense anymore. You do it to yourselves, ladies. Honestly, you do. Mm -mm -mm. Somebody ended off with hygiene is important. Grown women with bad hygiene. Who raised you? Or did you listen to the person you were being raised by? That's a better question. But I am the solution. This has been Delicious Tears. And hopefully you enjoy the video version, which I've, I'm going to have different stuff. So you, you want to check the podcast, the audio podcast, and you're going to want to check the YouTube channel to see the different stuff that I do. But this is going to be one where I'm going to put it on both to basically start it off and build the brand. Will I be doing squared away on here? Um, probably, probably. I might be doing squared away on here, alternate all that stuff and do something different, give you a different experience. But I don't really want to um, focus on the video side of the podcast too much. And in case you're new to the podcast, this is basically based upon a book that I'm writing. You're not getting all of it via the podcast. A lot of stuff will not be in the book. The book is completely separate from this. But it's titled Delicious Tears. So be on the lookout for it. It is coming. I haven't said anything about it. You got the Delicious Tears mer merchandise. That is the solution for Kick Supply Room on Teespring. You can get hoodies. You can get mugs. Um, I got some comforters and blankets coming. There's a new logo that's going to be on there. Um, you name it. You got it. Hey, and I'm out of here. And like I always tell you all, just be a better person. The solution.